Hi, Randy with Vlurbs, episode 158. It's been a little over a month since my last episode, and I'm partially disappointed in myself, and I'm also coming to terms with the fact that, you know, how I'm, where I'm at in my life has significantly changed from the time that I started this thing. <clears throat> and if you if you go back on my past episodes, you you know, you understand that, you know, I primarily started this this podcast, mini podcast, to to document, you know, some of the things, the changes that I was making in my life uh, from a professional perspective, and then also, you know, <clears throat> my family, and then and then in my my dream chasing lane, you know, was to to really like document this process of of trying to become a or process of learning to be a songwriter and actively pursuing music you know as a major part of my life and you know every for the I think the last five posts that um, episodes that I posted you're going to hear me talking about how it's been a week two weeks three weeks a month whatever it is and I started to reflect on actually this morning before I you know decided that I was going to actually post something today I thought about you know why is it so difficult? I mean, when I first started this thing, I was posting like multiple episodes per day, definitely at minimum once per day. And for some reason, you know, it's it's become, I've become less motivated to do it. And I realized this morning as I was kind of thinking about what I would talk about, you know, that I think the reason is because I started this thing to help me kind of grow through this this whole process and I think it's actually served its purpose, right? You know, I was in a pretty, pretty dark place when I started this. Uh, and, and I, you know, it's been a year, a little over a year and maybe two months or so. And, and so that whole process of, you know, going through the changes, you know, committing to the things that I needed to commit to, uh, chasing things that I really enjoy and love, changing the people that I hung around with, uh, my friends, my family, all that stuff you know, has basically, you know, helped me to grow through that. And I realized that the reason I'm not motivated to talk about that shit anymore is because I think I'm, I've made it through that, that phase or that, or that first phase, right, where it's no longer this, you know, gut-wrenching thing. <clears throat> and so, I don't know. Um, but I do know that, that, that I do enjoy, enjoy doing the podcast, you know, talking about the things that I go through. Uh, and, and I do enjoy going back and listening to them because it's really, you know, a snapshot in time and it helps me to, you know, to really reflect on, you know, what I'm going through and, and how I'm relating to the world. So it's all good stuff, right? Um, <clears throat> but I wanted to talk about, so so. rewind a, a month ago, you know, I, I was actually in the hospital. I got a gut infection. Um, my gut bursted. I was basically spewing toxic stuff into my abdomen and I was rushed to the hospital uh you know stuck was in there for you know two weeks and when I was in there uh I I was I lucked out and was and was partnered up with a my roommate was this 93 year old Mexican uh, multi-millionaire right and and the reason I know this is because I could hear the conversations going on between the nurses and when I first got placed in the room, you know, for, I mean, maybe the first two days I, I wasn't, I didn't even care who was in the room. I was just in too much pain and, and drugged when I was not in pain. 
that makes sense. <clears throat> but when I started to become, when I started feeling better and I was aware of my surroundings, I started to realize that the guy next to me was an absolute dick, man. You know, he, people would walk in. He was, if it would, if, if the person that walked in was a female nurse or anyone else for that matter, you know, he would, he would basically start hitting on them and making lewd comments. And it was funny. It was half funny, half like irritating. Right. And, and that went on for like several days. And the funny thing is like, at, as I started to become, you know, stronger and I was able to get up and start hobbling around, you know, nurse would come in and say, you need to get up and walk. So I'd get up and try to walk, you know, 10 steps or whatever, maybe. And so as, as that progressed, I started feeling better and I said, you know what, fuck this. I'm going to, I'm going to walk over to my neighbor and I'm going to introduce myself. And so I walk over and of course I've got my little IV, you know, rig that I'm wheeling around with me and I pop into the other side of the room and, you know, this guy, the, the 93 year old, you know, roommate you know, looks up at me and then he starts hitting on me. <laughs> It was the funniest thing. I'm sitting there going, what the hell is this guy doing? Like, I'm, I'm, just, I'm standing there in a gown, you know, um, and, you know, he's hitting on me as if, as if I were one of the nurses. And, you know, two things, right? So number one, I was like sitting there going, holy shit, this is, this is so funny. And the second thing was I was thinking, man, it's been like, you know, I haven't been hit on like that in like over 20 years. So it wasn't like I was going to, you know, stop this dude, right? <laughs> so it was, it was so funny. The nurse, the nurse, uh, you know, our room is like right across the nurse's station. So the, our, the nurse that was handling our room, you know, she heard all this stuff and she kind of comes in and she's like chuckling, trying to hold back her laughter. And I'm like soaking this up, right? And so I say, you know, goodbye. His, I will refer to him as Mr. H, Senor H. Um, I know his full name, but I'm not going to put him on blast here. So I say, see you later, Mr. H. And I go back to my bed and, and the nurse and I just start laughing and, 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 you know, ultimately the nurse kind of shares the story of this guy. I mean, she probably broke some fucking healthcare regulation, but you know, she was she was explaining this to me mostly out of empathy because, you know, the guy had literally been kicked out of another hospital for the same behavior. Uh, he, had, he no family members had visited him at the other hospital, and by the time I actually had a chance, or I uh, you know I actually went in and talked to him. I was in there about a week, maybe a week and, and a couple of days, and nobody had come to visit him either. And so, you know, the nurse was telling me that this guy sitting here, although he had accumulated all this money, you know, was struggle was suffering from dementia, you know, he had so many, you know, health issues and nobody was coming in to see the guy, you know, and it was like heartbreaking, right? And it made me think. You know, I was in there for another week and the, and the whole time I'm just like observing this guy and reflecting, just reflecting on stuff in my life and people and you name it. And I don't know why I drew a blank. Oh, so my birthday rolls around during that time period, right? So I turned 45 on January 11th and, and you know, that basically in, it triggers a whole new level of reflection and I realized, man, that that this man essentially, you know, represents what what I would end up as or what I would end up being if I didn't if I had not made the choices that I made, you know, the the previous year. Right? And because a lot of the things that drove me were I mean, ultimately 
you know, were primarily based on like success and business, you know, things like that. And, and with a back, with basically a back drop or back inventory and motivation of trying to like please the world and so on and so forth and, and really not being like true to myself. I know that sounds cheesy, but it's true. And, you know, I'm sitting here day after day listening to this guy struggle. I would hear him kind of go through these peaks and valleys of like happiness and sadness. And like one day he'd be like fucking jolly as shit, joking around with the nurses, flirting with the nurses. And then the following day, like he would be so sad, right? He would be crying to the nurse talking about, he would think the nurse, you know, was his past wife. And he would be talking to her as if she were, you know, there. And you could just see that this guy was in a lot, a lot of, of not only physical pain, but a lot, you know, a lot of mental and emotional pain. And, and so that was a, that was a, I think that was a pretty profound experience for me. And so my takeaway from, you know, that whole experience was actually two things. So number one, like uh, an enormous amount of gratitude, right? And, and that gratitude actually inspired a song. So I'm, I'm, this today I'm at you know after I record this podcast episode I'm gonna jump on my my rig and I'm gonna start working on a new song that I that I penned at least in terms of the lyrics when I was in the hospital and then it also made me think about you know at the end of the day the start and the finish I mean and everything in between if it isn't loaded or motivated by relationships making a connection and or making some kind of difference what the fuck's the you know the point and and uh, you know a major observation that i made with this guy is that he was basically putting up this facade you know this verbose facade you know this the 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 quote-unquote the man you know act um i'm sure as, as as if it were yesterday and that you know maybe 20 30 40 years ago and so that sort of you know that outgoing personality is what basically brought him there and it made me think about you know how my you know how my fake right how am i fake to myself how am i fake to others and it's such a fucking difficult thing to think about because you know we're social beings right we're we're humans we need people we need to connect we need to be accepted and it's so conflicted with you know what's out there right because you know the bumper sticker saying is what you know do you stand you know apart be apart you know be original blah 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 i mean those things are all i think fucking important but but you know at what expense right i think in i think for myself in the effort to be in an effort to be individual and different was was truly motivated by wanting to be accepted right because if you think about it it essentially goes full circle right so you sit there and think i need to be myself i need to be independent i need to be original so i'm going to work hard to do that so i can ultimately be admired by others which ultimately is acceptance which in my mind seems like a long way around to get to the same point that is to simply acknowledge that there are people around you that influence you there are people around you that you love and admire and if I could be so, if I am so lucky, if I am so, if I luck out and I'm able to take on those attributes of other people that I love and admire, then fucking A, right? Anyway, there's a phone call coming in, so I'm going to have to take that. But anyway, I just, I wanted to share that thought because it was such a, you know, profound experience for me being in the hospital and, and sitting next to Mr. H. Um, thanks for listening. Check out my other episodes. 
check out my music profile on Instagram, Facebook, Spotify, Amazon Music, iTunes, and everything else out there, YouTube, um, because you know part of part of this entire podcast process is to is to share with anyone who's willing to listen. You know my songwriting process, and usually the topics that I talk about on this podcast are the life experiences that end up becoming the songs that I eventually put out. So thanks and have a great day. Peace, love, out.